Welcome to Terrible, a Canadian true crime podcast. I'm Marie. And I'm Renee. We're two friends that discuss true crime stories in hopes to prepare ourselves for life's most terrible things. Q&A edition. So welcome everyone. This is our first Q&A episode. We're really excited. I think it's a, a way for you guys to get to know us a little bit better. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll kind of get right into it. I'm sure we'll do a couple of these in the future, but we thought we'd change things up, do something a little bit different. It's summer, do something kind of lighter. We'll talk about ourselves. We'll talk about our, you know, our connection to true crime and then just, you know, kind of some some regular random things and hopefully you guys enjoy it okay so to get us started i figured we would talk about the first case that really got you into true crime so for me it was through a youtube suggestion video which was the uh, case of jennifer pan and that one was her interrogation video so it really just like got me so into true crime and I think I watched it in maybe like November mm-hmm. 2021 um, yeah. and I had never really cared for or wanted to watch true crime or listen to true crime before that because I was very scared of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I watched her interrogation, I was like, holy shit, this is like bonkers. <laughs> so <laughs> after that, I just kept getting suggestion videos on different interrogation videos. And then I just kind of got lost in the true crime world and became mm-hmm. obsessed. And that's kind of how we started the podcast too. I texted Renee and I was like, oh my God, true crime is amazing. I'm so sorry. I made fun of you for all these years. So Jennifer Pan was my first one. So that's a case out of Toronto, right? And she yeah. and her boyfriend murdered her parents? Is that basically, yeah, because her parents didn't want her to be with her boyfriend. So she basically like got him and his friends to kill her parents, basically, yes, so that she okay. could be with him. Yeah. She was there and she called 911. Mm-hmm. We have to cover that case one day because oh I've God. heard it a couple of times. <gasps> it's and yeah. Maybe that'll be a good Patreon case because it's kind of like an everyone, it's a well-known and people kind mm-hmm. of know like how it ends. So it, I don't think I want to focus a lot on unsolved cases during our Patreon because I don't want like a, a limited mm-hmm. amount of people are hearing unsolved cases. Right. So that would be a good one. Yeah. For sure. What was yours? So for me, I think it was like in high school, like I was a lot <laughs> younger and like Netflix was like new-ish, like or we had just gotten Netflix and there was an H.H. Holmes documentary and he was a serial killer kind of con man out of Chicago and he built this like entire murder hotel <gasps> and was like scamming people out of life insurance and murdering people and it's basically like known as like I think one of like the, you know, first very major serial killers in the US. Oh my God. So I remember clicking on it and like being unsure if I wanted to watch it or not and then watch the entire thing and being like, I need to know more. <laughs> and then I think I've mentioned this, but my mom is, uh, she just like falls asleep to like, <laughs> 48 hour mystery like it's like she's like ah so calm so i think like with her we would watch often watch you know those types of Mm -hmm. of shows like Mm -hmm. the true detectives and things like that yeah and yeah and then when i discovered podcasting it was like the most amazing thing in the world because i could just like i think i was in university at the time so i could pop a podcast in my ear and like go to school mm-hmm. and I had such a long bus ride and then like you know from one podcast I got suggested more and that's kind of what like I enjoy the podcast a lot more than like the visuals like mm-hmm. the shows or the YouTube now so that's kind of what set me on my 
journey. <laughs> Starting at started at a young age. I think I like technically watched what's that um Netflix one where it's making a murderer. Oh yeah. Okay. Technically, you that one? technically I watched that like a, when it first came out because it was so popular. Mm-hmm. But like it didn't get me into the true crime world. I was kind of just like, what is this? And I watched it. But Jennifer Pan definitely uh started it all for me. Okay, this is what I've been meaning to talk about because I want to know, well, so this is something we've already sort of talked about for you, Marie, but we haven't talked about for me. But in case the listeners haven't listened to your episode, mm-hmm. a case you can't let go of. So a true crime case that you've come across that has really kind of impacted your life. So I'll go first, but mine is Melanie Ether. So when I moved to Alberta from Ontario, we got into a car and we drove from Ottawa to Calgary. And while driving through Ontario, everyone knows Ontario is huge and it takes you forever to get out of it. We cross this little town called New Lisger. There's this giant billboard of a missing girl. And like, it just, I don't know, the picture just stuck with me. Yeah. And I immediately was on Google looking up everything I could about Melanie who was this missing girl in the poster and that kind of led me down a wormhole and then I signed up for the face I like tried to get into the Facebook group that her mom runs for updates because I was kind of like I can't believe this case isn't solved and I'm not going to go into a lot of detail because we are going to cover it but uh, since then I'm still active like not active on the Facebook group but actively checking the Facebook Mm -hmm. group for updates for updates a pretty popular podcast called the last call covered her case in details which i was so excited when i saw that because it came on as like a commercial to another podcast i was listening and it was like listen to the last call the case of melanie ether and i was like are you kidding like someone's finally like because i thought so long about writing into the facebook group and saying like have you ever reached out to any canadian podcast to see if they'll cover the case and get it some attention but now it feels like a lot of podcasts are giving the case attention so I'm excited to finally cover that one day, but I, I need to like sit down and really mm-hmm. just give it my all research wise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's my case that I can't let go of that I'm really hoping is solved one day. Oh my God, I hope so. I hope, uh, I can't believe you joined the Facebook group, but that's that's a thing. Like sometimes it's just that one little thing that'll really get you and then you're fully invested as if you were part of their family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. really need answers. So for me, if you haven't watched the episode, we did cover the case that kind of has stuck with me over the years. It's episode 23, if you are curious, but it's um, about a missing person's case. Her name was Cédrica Provencher. And basically I saw her missing poster. um, I think when I was around, what did I say? Like 10 or something years old, Mm -hmm. Um, something like that. I was really young and she was about almost the same age as me. Um, And she went missing and it was kind of the first time where I realized the world is a scary place, a dangerous place, and you can't really trust everyone. So over the years, that one's really stuck with me. And then it was quite a few years before her body was found. And unfortunately, not in the circumstances that her family wanted or anyone wanted for her. And even all those years later, I was scared to click on any article updates about her because I just, I didn't know what I was going to read or what I was going to find out about her. And I was really scared too, but I'm really happy we did cover her case because I think it, 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 it really needs to be heard because people need to be, you know, careful. And, and the more we can cover cases, 
the more we can, you know, remember the victims. So episode 23, if you are curious about the case that has going to stick with me forever, yeah, for sure. It's unsolved. So yeah, I want that one to be solved. Like, yeah, I want that for Sidrika and her family. Yeah, yeah, hopefully one day. Okay, so our next question is, do you believe in ghosts? Yes, absolutely. And I think that's why I hate being home alone in the dark <laughs> or something, because I am my worst enemy when it comes to you know getting anxious about things like that if I hear one little thing I either think it's someone actually trying to break in or it's a ghost the other day I was sleeping on the couch and um, it was about like 4 a.m and all I heard were like footsteps and I was like I literally thought it was a ghost because my boyfriend was sleeping I was like, are the neighbors up next door and I can hear their footsteps. I was like, no, like it, it has to be a ghost in my house. So <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. And I think about it quite often. So what about you, Renee? <laughs> um, I would say yes. I don't think I've ever had like any like substantial experience with any of that. Mm. But I used to, when I first listened to podcasts, bringing it back to that, I used to really listen to this podcast called... Um, ghost stories online or something like that and it was two hosts and people that like called in or wrote in and told all their stories i find it so interesting and i also just listened to an episode of the lady gang podcast which i've mentioned before where like the long island medium is on and mm. i know a lot of people like question her authenticity but i love her oh my god i love her it was it was like I was like wow I was in tears while I was driving like the way yeah. she, she was saying I just think that like I don't think something specific like oh they cross over to the side mm -hmm. and they cross back or they never cross Agreed. over and they stay I don't yeah. think that but I think that it's like if spirits you're not open, and yes, yeah 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 if you're not open to the idea then you might never experience anything but I feel and not that I don't I don't want to experience anything necessarily, <laughs> but I'm saying that I feel like some people really do. Yeah. And yeah, I, mean, I like ghost stories. I don't like ghost stories, like <laughs> in general, like I, those really creep me out, like paranormal activity and stuff. Like, I think those are the scariest movies ever because they're so real. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I think any horror movie that's kind of real like that, like involving ghosts or spirits or anything like that scares me the most. But I did see uh, Teresa from Long Island Medium in person. Did did you know did that? You? Yeah, no? I've seen. Yeah, I've seen her in person. Yeah. Well, when? No, I didn't meet her. Like I went to one of her. Yes, her shows uh, or whatever. Her, yeah, her shows where she is kind of like on stage and then like reads people from the audience. Um, <gasps> it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. So cool. Because so, I feel like people, this is a very controversial topic. Like mm -hmm. people are either like, yes, for sure. Or like, no, yeah. not at all. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like oh, there's just too many weird things and too many things that like, even if you have an experience, like people around you have experience mm -hmm. and just like, it, there's got to be something out there. <laughs> something. I don't know in what form or how, but something. <laughs> okay, let's switch things up. Uh, so what are some of your favorite hobbies? So in the past, I am going to say like a typical answer and just be like, oh, I like going to the gym. But um, <laughs> lately, that's not a thing. I don't enjoy the gym lately. But that's something that I used to do like all the mm -hmm. time was just go to the gym and kind of like that was kind of like my therapy but you're gonna laugh so much because recently I've kind of been been in a bad place and I was like I need new hobbies and something to like kind of like get my uh, mind off of things so I recently started knitting 
and I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm not even, I did that during the pandemic, although really? I finished two things and like one of them's not even done yet. It's still like hanging on the needles. Yeah. But it's so satisfying, especially when you're watching TV and stuff. Yeah. You're just doing it. Oh my oh, God. That's yeah. exci- I'm excited for you. I'm so excited because the thing about me is that like, I can't just watch TV. Like my mind's kind of like the all same. over the place. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a show on and I'll be listening to it, but I still need to be on my phone or like doing something else. So it's been really nice to kind of like, put my phone away but still have my hands and my mind busy at the same time yeah so it's been like so amazing I love it so my first project is uh like making a blanket for Zoe because I'm like that should be somewhat easy like nothing tricky you know so then you can make her little t-shirts yes yes I like want to learn how to make her sweaters Mm -hmm. and like little things like that um but knitting is really expensive is it uh yeah (laughs) like like I bought the the needles and like three things of yarn for her blanket and it was like fifty dollars I'm like I could have just bought a blanket but then again it like it keeps you yeah. occupied for so long that it's like it's kind of it's worth it's it obviously experience. It's experience, yeah. but it is expensive so yeah I feel like now that you have the needles though and like yeah. you probably have like leftover yarn it might yeah. be less expensive exactly yeah. yeah that's fun though yeah it is like good not to just like be on your phone all the exactly. time too, I feel like that is like not good for like cocoa in your head so <laughs> yes <laughs> like <laughs> It's not good so for true, though. Exactly. mental well-being all the time. Yeah, exactly. I kind of have a lame answer because I feel like what takes up all of my time except for like work and spending time with my boyfriend and pets is the podcast. So <laughs> this is our hobby now true. because it takes up so I much time. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> so true. And then I, this is really nerdy, but I love like on the weekend taking like half a day to just clean the house and then it's after, therapeutic I, just, I feel so good yeah after I clean and I'm just, everything's done and I can just relax mm-hmm. so I, I love doing a good clean I really like cooking yeah. so I'd say that's another hobby like I plan meals every day and we pretty much cook every every night um, and Renee is the best <laughs> cook ever like I don't know oh, how she does it she doesn't measure anything but everything that she makes amazing Amazing, amazing. The, that's why I can't bake, though, which, which <laughs> yes. actually makes me skip down to another question, which was, what is the skill you would like to learn? And I wrote baking. I have zero patience. And I just want to be like, throw things together and like, yeah. see what happens. And this is why I ruin everything. And also because I cannot focus enough to like, properly read the instructions. Yeah. So that would be my skill that I would most like to learn. Um, yeah, so what about, what about <laughs> <laughs> and baking is definitely like a science thing. It's not yeah, like cooking not whatsoever. I don't like the rules. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would really just be like public speaking. Like, I think I've always yeah. been like shy, like, oh my God, in high school, I would literally like refuse to raise my hand for questions or anything. <laughs> but when I really had to, or if I had to answer a question in front of everyone, like beat red, like I would be be like red, I remember this. scared shitless so I think it would be really nice to like be able to like communicate properly in front like of a large group and I think I've definitely gotten better than that but like even a podcast like technically right now like I'm just talking to Renee so yeah it's like it doesn't really, feel like you're talking to other people yeah. yeah exactly um 
but I think that would, that would be really cool if I could learn that. Yeah, I feel like it's useful. Like it's like it's also something that if if you ever are thrown in a situation mm -hmm. like at work or whatever, or with this podcast where we have to do public speaking, yeah, then you're like just comfortable. Like it's not a big thing. Whereas yeah. like right now, if I'm in a comfortable environment, I'm okay. But if I'm in an uncomfortable environment, mm -hmm. I'm like panicking. Yeah, so I feel the same way. <laughs> Okay, this next question, reading it, I like already knew what Renee was going to say, <laughs> but what is your favorite holiday? I love Halloween. <laughs> I love being a spooky little queen. I love Halloween. I just like to dress up. I like the candy. I like the spookiness. I like the time of year. I love Halloween. <laughs> yeah, Renee is like a true Halloween queen. Like everyone, yes. everyone in her life knows that Hall Halloween is like her holiday. It's my favorite. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I feel like in the past few years, like especially like pandemic wise, like we haven't like had like a good like Halloween. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this next Halloween, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so excited. Is it just me or like does it always rain or snow on Halloween? It does. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> every Halloween, it there's yeah shitty weather. Yeah. It would be nice but. if the kids too, like I like, mm. oh, maybe we'll get kids this year. But last year we were in apartments, so we didn't mm. really get any kids. But um, it's always like it was a little kid of like winter jacket and their costumes on yeah. top. Oh, <laughs> I love little kids in costumes mm. like that. Um, mine's kind of a cheesy answer and it's Christmas, but that's only because of the time off that I get because like I work <laughs> a regular like Monday to Friday job. So Christmas usually gives like a good amount of time off and it's like easy to take time off. So I like the kind of like break and relax Christmas yeah, refresh. Yeah. But I don't necessarily like the snow or like anything to do with winter. So it's really just the reset, you know, the new year is coming. You're kind of like, and it's like so nostalgic, like thinking mm -hmm. of like Christmas as a kid I loved Santa Claus like I believed in him so much we even used to put out like carrots for the reindeers like oh yeah it's just like such a good vibe I love Christmas movies there's oh, I just love it so mm -hmm. yeah that's mine you're also the type of person who decorates your house for every holiday <laughs> yeah. like every holiday like your storage boxes full of decorations yeah. must be like overflowing <laughs> I love decorating it's just like I think it's because my mom did it all the time growing up mm -hmm. so it's 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 something that I feel like really like cozy and homey to have like yeah. decorations in the house so Christmas yeah I definitely go all out like my dish towels little like Santa Claus everywhere and like tacky decorations too because I just feel like those are the best to make you feel like you're at home so yeah all right so where is your favorite place to go on vacation so I feel like this is a really tough question to answer because I I did like a big backpack Europe trip and I, you know, I, I love Europe, but right now I'm really craving an all-inclusive, like I'm really missing that, like I've done a couple all-inclusives and I feel like if I had to pick right now, I would sit on a beach in Mexico for seven days and not move, mm -hmm. but I have to say like probably one of my favorite cities is London. Yeah, I've been twice. It's amazing. The pubs, the life of the city. I love it. So that's probably one of my favorite cities. But if I had to choose a vacation right now, like I'd be, I'd be getting on a flight to Mexico for sure. I, just, I, I feel I like feel I that. need a, you know, mojito mm -hmm. on the beach and a shot of tequila. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been on like a trip 
uh, like a Europe trip or anything where you like go city to city and, and visit like a different country in that way. I think that would be really fun to do. And I hope to do that in my lifetime. Like, I think Greece would be amazing mm-hmm. to do. And that's definitely like my dream vacation right now, but it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely my favorite place, like Renee said, mine personally is all inclusive vacations because I just love doing nothing. Like, going there and not having a plan for the whole week. You don't have to worry about money during the week. You can literally eat as much, drink as much or as Mm -hmm. little as you want. Like there's no rules. So there's nothing more than I love than just like booking, showing up and enjoying the week. Whereas like something like Europe, you really have to plan like every single day. And I find that a bit too stressful sometimes. So you have to be in the right mindset for that. I think that's definitely like something everyone should do if they're able to, but definitely inclusive has my heart forever yeah oh so nice I can't wait to go back I feel like next year what we have to do with our friend group is just do like instead of meeting up in different cities Mm -hmm. in Canada because we're all so split up we just have to meet up in Mexico that would be the best week ever we would have so much fun Uh, so yeah so (laughs) everyone wants a vacation so bad right now yeah yeah we really do we need it Okay, Renee, I feel like you've mentioned this a couple times, but tell me what your favorite TV show is. Okay, so I love TV shows. I am literally constantly listening to something in the background. I feel like Maggie and I have that in common. <laughs> like we're always like doing something, but a TV show or like yeah. for me, a TV show or a podcast or whatever is always playing in the background. But Catfish, the TV show, is my all-time favorite <laughs> TV show. It's very strange. I know. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I just I I just Neve and Cammy and before that Neve and Max are just like amazing hosts. I'm into it. I love the storyline. I love how there's like an arc to every episode. There's a beginning, middle, end. I feel complete after every episode. <laughs> it's reality TV, which is our favorite. Mm-hmm. It's just but really like a lot of MTV shows. I'm I really like a lot of mm. reality TV MTV shows, but yeah. Catfish is probably my favorite. If I had to pick another one, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. I basically I never watched follow- it. Are you serious? Do I need you to? Have- yes. Okay. I like fall asleep to it every night. Like every really? night. Yes. It's so good. How many it's just, seasons? Uh, Five or six. Oh, perfect. Love I that. think. It's yeah. good. It's funny. It's easy to watch. It's 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 really good. If you guys have not watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you're <laughs> missing out. A lot of people have though, but yeah. But those are my probably top two. What about you? Which one was the one where we both kind of watched together? It was like, it's Catfish, but like Friend Edition. Ghosted? Ghosted. Yes, that, good that was a good one on MTV. Yeah, Ghosted like it was with Rachel, Lindsay, mm-hmm. and Travis. Mm-hmm. Travis Mills. And he has a new one out with his, his co-host name is Ronnie. And they do um, like Help, I'm in a Secret Relationship. Oh. I just love those shows. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so, so horrible, good. but it's so good. It's so good. Like, so good. It's okay, so good. I, I'm done. <laughs> You're done. Um, <laughs> so I'm definitely like a reality TV queen as well. Like, I, it's kind of bad because it's such an addiction that I can't watch anything other than reality TV because I'm like, this is so fake, like why am I watching this what's the point so the acting is so fake but the reality is so real (laughs) no but literally like I cannot watch anything that's not reality tv lately and I don't know why um so I have to like rewatch the housewives now housewives just like all of the housewives in general are my go-to um but specifically in terms of like reality tv I've really loved summer house 
Um, I don't know if you've watched that, okay. Renee. I've watched the first few episodes, but I couldn't really get, get into, into it. Is it worth it? Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I would say okay. so. Like, I really okay. like it. And it has quite a few seasons. And, like, I think the first two or th- two seasons, like, are kind of just, like, meh. But I feel yeah. like once you get to know them, um, mm. it's a lot more fun. And I really like it. Just, just, like, and they're all, like, in their early 30s, late 20s. And they're just like partying, like living their life. So it's just like fun to know that like your life's not over, you know, when you reach that age. (laughs) Like you don't have to have children at 27 years old. But that's the thing. Like nowadays, sometimes, especially like now being 26, it's like, okay, like when I was younger, I was like, yo, I'd be high to have a family like soon. (laughs) And right now I'm like, I don't want kids anytime soon. And it's like myself. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes it's like, should I like rush? And it's like, when you watch those kinds of shows, it's like, no girl, no. take your no. time. It's going to be fine. Like, yeah, I always feel often like people say like your best years are in your thirties. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So definitely summer house is really good. And they have like a winter house edition for one season that where Ooh. they, yeah, where they went to Stowe, Vermont, I think. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, which is fun, but yeah, I love summer house. Mm. I think you'd really like it. Cause it's like MTV vibes yeah I have to watch it I have to watch it for sure I feel like it's a good thing I should download on my next flight because watching a Mm -hmm. show on a flight I feel like is always like helps you like get into it yeah you should good idea okay on this I guess topic I don't have an answer for this this is more for you but I want to know what your fave YouTube channels are they do not have to be true crime related just like what do you watch on YouTube that's a good question. Um, I've mentioned before true crime related JCS, JCS criminal psychology or any channel that kind of does like the interrogation videos and explains mm-hmm. the psychology behind it. I really love But YouTube channels that I've followed for years and years and years. Uh, one is Carly Steele, which is a girl that lives in Windsor, actually. Like I followed her, like I think she started YouTube when she was like, I don't know, 16 or something. She's maybe like one or two years younger than us. Um, and she just vlogs like that's just like someone I put on in the background. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a beauty, a beauty vlogger that I used to watch like back in the day that now she just kind of posts like family mom content kind of thing. Cause like, that's what her life is now. Yeah. I think her name, she used to be known as Chow Bella XO on her beauty channel, but now she just has like a vlog channel with her family called Megan Lay vlogs or something like that. But I've been having a hard time finding like, cause I'll go through phases. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'll like someone for a while and I'm like, Hey, I'm kind of over it. So, but those are the two that I'd say I've sticked through the years. It's good recommendations for people that like really like YouTubers mm-hmm. to like know what other people are listening to. Cause then you can check them out and then they're like, Oh, I'm also into this. And then Mm-hmm. there you go they have a new thing to watch <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so I'm the YouTube gal but you're the podcast gal so let me know what your fave podcasts are okay so most of them are true crime related so my kind of top all-time favorite podcast that I've mentioned before is the last podcast on the left they are three guys they're comedians and they cover very in-depth true crime cases also like all things weird like cryptids and aliens and whatever i don't know what it is about them i love them so much i listen to them every week i like look forward to the episodes (laughs) i went to their live show in vancouver did like a meet and greet like they are i just feel like they were like so like there in like my university years and like like i just like spent so much time listening to them that i feel like they're like part of like (laughs) they're just like (laughs) part of my life yeah so 
love them my second favorite one is wine and crime um they are three girls who are originally from minnesota and they are kind of again like kind of true crime comedy i like when there's like a bit of lightness yeah. in the mix it's hard when it's too dark like 24 7 yeah and it's just like quiet and it's like and the murderer entered the room and i'm just like you're keeping me <laughs> out like i need like some laughter and some stuff in between yeah. so they are great they pair a wine or a drink with every episode they're very funny they're very like you know they just say what's on their mind it's great and then I do like, so anything by the um, Obsessed Network. So they have True Crime Obsessed and Obsessed with Disappeared. Those are two really great shows. Again, always a little bit of light in the kind of darkness. So they're very funny, but they're also, they cover true crime documentaries. So I don't have to watch them. I can just <laughs> listen to them because they're covering the thing that I don't want to sit down and watch. On TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is perfect for me because when things like like Don't F with Cats or things like that came out and everyone was talking about it, I was like, I'm just going to wait because True Crime Obsessed is going to yeah. cover it. And then they did. So I was like, perfect. So then I just listened to like their point of view on it and they play clips from the episode. So that was uh, really exciting. So I love them. And then I've talked about them, but the Lady Gang is like my favorite, like kind of like girly girl podcast. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, very open and honest. They have a variety of guests. They're really interesting. But yeah, that's really about like my top. I definitely have some other ones that I kind of go to every once in a while, but those are kind of probably my my top fave podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts often, but I like having one if I'm like really into it. I like look forward to their episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't listen to true crime podcasts because I think that's too much for me. I think it would really mess, <laughs> mess with, with my cocoa. cocoa. <laughs> So um, one that I've been obsessed with lately is Plan Brie Uncut. It's Brianna Chicken Fry from TikTok. (laughs) It's basically like her and her best friend from like childhood, basically two degenerates who just like drink and like never sleep. And like, they just talk (laughs) about their life. That is just, it's just like two best friends talking basically. And so it's just like fun to have on in the background. So I really love listening to them. So if you guys have any recommendations on like fun podcasts like that, that is like, they're just like it's like dumb girls but like fun girls just talking about life like hanging out like I think they literally show up to record and like have nothing they just talk (laughs) imagine (laughs) like that's literally what I think they do and I love that because they actually can like yeah they keep you entertained yeah it's like authentic yeah I used Mm. to really like call her daddy when it was like lighthearted. now I think it's a little bit too produced um I think like her shows are or her episodes are great with like what she's doing with her platform, but I think they're just a little too much for me now. I kind of like just like the lightheartedness, like life sucks. Like, you know, we're yes. all trying to figure we're it out. Mess, kind yes. of yeah. We're all yeah. a mess. Like, so yeah. Plan Brie Uncut. If you want to check it out, it's a barstool podcast. So it's really like just, you know, okay. Yeah. Gigs. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I really like that. I like when you like see other people and like mm-hmm. you either follow them on social media or whatever. And they're just like, I'm a mess. And you're just like, same. <laughs> so yeah. thank you for like helping me like connect with that. Exactly. Because like, I also have no idea what I'm doing and I'm also yeah. just trying to figure out and I wake up every day, like today's a new day. Hopefully it goes well. <laughs> Literally. No, I love that. I really do. Well, this was so fun. It was. I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know us. If you mm-hmm. didn't, please don't leave a room. Comments, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> please don't be mean to us. We can't please, handle it. Yeah, no. Please just wait for our next episode and watch that. One. We'll get back to true crime. Yes. I promise. <laughs> so thank you for joining us, and see you next time. Bye.